Hey loves, I'm Ebony and welcome to Thrive Like a Mother. On this podcast, we're scared that we'll be judged for our truth, but we're also tired of being stuck in survivor mode. You're in the right place if you're ready to step into the thriver you were truly meant to be. I'll share resources and tools to help you on your journey towards a healthier mindset while healing from your trauma. The journey may not be easy, but you won't have to face it alone. I'm a girl mama of two, learning day by day how to heal from past trauma while running a household working full time. And I'm on a mission to build a life I've always dreamed of, but never thought was possible. So love, if you're ready to believe in what's possible, let's link arms and thrive together. Hey love, today is going to be a bit of a spicy episode. But it's not going to be spicy in the way that I'm going to call you out. I promise it's going to be a more purposeful spice. There is intention behind the spice. But before I get to that spice, I want to start with something a little bit more lighthearted. As you've been hearing in the intro, if you're here for this episode three and you've been rocking with me so far for my first two episodes, thank you, thank you, thank you. But if you've listened to the intro... You've heard a few times now that I'm a girl mama of two and my oldest daughter, her name is Olivia and she is 100% my firecracker. If I could describe her in any way, she has seriously taught me so much, not just about myself and who I am as a mom uh, and learning in that every day, but also about life in general. You might be thinking, what could a four-year-old possibly have to teach a 31-year-old about life? And I'm here to say everything, everything. Um, We look at our kids and it's kind of in a way watching, we're literally watching someone grow up and it is the most magical thing. Olivia, she truly lives her life in the most authentic way. I remember when she first started drawing, um, besides, you know, the scribbles and things with the crayons, and it was the most adorable thing. She really loved drawing spiders. That was like her first, yes, I want to draw. And this is what I'm going to draw. It's a spider. And the way that she drew them was the most unique way possible. Her spiders had way more than eight legs. And they had really round, large bodies, um, just one singular round body. And every single spider that she drew, she made sure to give that spider a smile because she had it in her head that her spiders were happy and they were silly. And she would laugh about that spider when she was done, like it was the best thing ever in life. And as a parent in that moment, I could have nudged her and said, hey, you know, baby, that's not the way spiders really look. And instead, I chose to react in a different way. I recognize that there are points in my life where I do have to guide her a little bit, but there are also points where the best thing for her and for me is to allow her to express herself however she feels the need to. And when I realized that, I had like this this kind of this revelation that it's not my job as a parent, as a mom to teach my girls to be like me. Instead, I should be focusing on teaching them that it's okay to be exactly who they are. 
And so whenever I kind of hear that in the back of my head, um, you know, maybe she's drawing her spider and maybe she's uh, this past weekend, she showed me how she likes to draw her boat instead of listening to that voice that's saying, you should tell her that's not how a spider looks. Instead, I just allow her to draw the spider however she sees fit. And I celebrate with her when she, when she's done drawing it, because I feel like cultivating that individuality and authenticity in her now is going to help her when she does become my age. Okay, so here's the spicy part. We laughed about the spider. If I can, I might throw a picture up of one of her spiders on my Instagram. Um, I'm pretty sure I've taken a picture of one at some point. Um, but let's talk, let's, let's talk a little bit about that, about the individuality and authenticity we try to cultivate in our kids. If we can do this for our kids, like if I can do this for Olivia, if I can tell her, hey baby, it's okay to be who you want to be. It's okay to draw that spider however you feel you need to draw that spider. Why can't I, and I'm talking to me as much as I am you, why can't I, why can't we do that same thing for ourselves? Yeah, yeah, mic drop right there. Why can't we do that same thing for ourselves? Why can't we cultivate authenticity and individuality in ourselves and letting us ourselves know that it's it's okay to be who you are. It's okay that we are all different. Listen, I get it. I totally get it. Social media, oh my goodness, it has really taken the comparison game to new heights. I remember before I was a mom, when I was even just pregnant with Olivia, trying to really think about how I wanted to be as a mom. And of course, you know, I land on the gram and I'm scrolling through these moms and I'm like, wow, that's what I need to do to be a mom. Not realizing that how I'm going to show up as a mama is going to be completely different than how my best friend shows up as a mom, how my own mom showed up as herself. We're all different. And so I feel like social media has really not just blurred the lines, but kind of taken things to new levels, those highlight reels um, that we're watching of people. It really steals kind of the joy of wanting to be an individual because you look at these moms, some of them out there, and it's like, wow. Or even some of you guys come to me and say, wow, you're like super mom. And I always, I 100%, I love the compliments, one of my love languages is words of affirmation. So if you tell me I'm doing a great job as a mom, which I feel like we all should be telling each other, of course, I'm going to accept that. But I always bring it back to reality and remind people like, hey, you know, it may look like I'm super mom, but I'm still learning every day. I don't have it all figured out. I when I got pregnant, I didn't know the first thing about being a mom or breastfeeding or any challenges that would come up with learning to be a mom, learning um, learning about childhood and just all of those challenges and things that, that come with being a new mom. And even in this podcast, starting this podcast, maybe you're like me and you've had something on your heart that you want to do, or maybe you are someone who's about to become a new mom or just recently became a new mom. And you're not sure how to properly do it because so many other people are already doing it. 
And you might look at them and say, yeah, they're doing it right, right? And guess what? Nobody's doing it right. Nobody's doing it right because no two people on this earth can do anything in exactly the same way. And so I want you to think about that next time you are scrolling social media or looking at the people in your lives and you start to do the comparison thing where you're like, wow, if they're doing it, why can't I do it in exactly that same way? Or even if they're doing it, I can't do that too because they're already doing it and they're doing a great job. Don't steal your joy out of being an individual because like I said, the way that you're going to do it is going to be completely different from the way anyone else can. And the way that I've started to kind of view things on social media and watching other people live in their truths, I've started to view it almost in a different way. Instead, I'm looking at it like not, you know, if they're doing it, I can't do it that same way or I'm not doing it good enough. Instead, I'm looking at them doing it as giving myself permission to do it in my own way and to figure it out in my own way. And I want to go back to what I said, right? That no two people on this earth can do anything exactly the same way. Isn't that just the most beautiful thing? It's so beautiful that there is this thing called individuality. And once you realize that and live in that, I believe that you can truly thrive in your authenticity. So how do we do that? Like, what's the first step, right? Because like I said, I want this podcast to be definitely a come with me. Let's figure this out together. I don't have it all figured out, but I'm going to kind of share some things that have been working for me and maybe it'll get you started in thinking about what ways could work for you as far as thriving in authenticity. I really truly believe it starts in recognizing when you've started to compare yourself to others and it starts to get the best of you. It starts you thinking that you can't do something or it leads to inaction. You kind of get frozen and you're like, well, you know, that person's already doing that thing pretty great. So I'm I'm not even going to try because, because why? I'm not going to do it better than them. And once you start to recognize that that is happening, once you recognize, hey, oh my gosh, like I'm comparing myself. This is, this is quite silly because we are two different people. You start to, you can then start to kind of learn what ways you can bring yourself back to who you are. For me, one of those ways I've learned has been intentionally taking space away from the screens. Let's start with that one. Before, what week was that? It was like the week between Christmas and New Year's. I decided to take a full on break from social media. I deleted the apps from my phone. Um, I turned off notifications for a lot of my other apps that were still on my phone. And I did that very intentionally because I started to realize that I was comparing myself a lot or spending a lot of time scrolling and not not enough action doing, saying, wow, that's a really cool idea. But then I would kind of get scared and be like, well, what if I don't, you know, what if I don't do it right? 
I go back to that thought, nobody does anything right, right? If we think about it, because there is no right way, there's only your way and her way and his way and their way. There's no right way. We all have our own separate ways. And then step two for me, after realizing I needed to take a step back from the screens, I started to really think about what things I could fill my time with that allowed me to be me. I started to think about the things that I love to do, the things that I like to do. And they weren't necessarily actions of, you know, maybe ideas that I had, but really thinking about those things that made me me. Like what, what does Ebony like to do? I love walks. I love drawing. Um, I love hanging out with my girls and watching them draw the most funniest, scariest spiders ever. And so taking that time and starting to think about the things that allowed me to just be myself without comparison, when I was able to re-download those apps and kind of, you know, put myself back in that space, because I do see social media as something, you know, that connects us all, right? I love to see you guys' stories and connect with y'all, y'all's lives, And so I didn't want to get rid of it completely because I saw the value in it, but I also saw how it was starting to damage kind of my self-esteem, my individuality, my authenticity. And so there's one more thing that I realized that I needed to do to bring myself back to who I am. And that last thing is recognizing when there is power in an action, recognizing that There is a necessity sometimes to take a moment and do absolutely nothing. No thinking about what your next step is or thinking about how you can um, jumpstart that idea that you've had on your heart. Sometimes you just need to take a step back and do nothing. You know, just clear your head. Those three things are just some of the things that ground and center me back to being me. And so as I end today's episode, I want to give just a quick recap about the greatest gift that we can give to our kids. And it's this permission that we can give to them to be themselves, but then at the same time, giving ourselves the grace to do the same. Comparison steals the joy out of being an individual And I'm not saying that there's not value at some point in doing it, but there is a point where it starts to become really hurtful for your self-esteem, for your confidence, and for your ability to show up as who you are 100%. Let's remind ourselves that there is beauty in individuality and that none of us are doing it the right way because we're all doing it our own way. In whatever way that works for us, that's the right way. So I hope that you walk away from today's episode knowing just how beautiful you are in all the little things that make you uniquely you. 
Thank you so much for listening, loves. If anything in today's episode resonated with you, share it with your bestie or on social media. And don't forget to tag me so we can chat about it. As always, I'm sending you light and love. And remember, you are worthy, you are enough, and you deserve to thrive. Talk to you soon.